Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host. My name is Q. We're in Charlotte, North Carolina today. Uh, we got a very special guest. I'm actually a guest in his city, but anyway, um, guest, can you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Devin. Um, I'm from Zoomin Live, uh, formerly known as Retro Zoomin, currently known as Zoomin, Uncle Zoomin, you know. Uncle Zoomin? All that. <laughs> So I first thank you for being on the show. This is uh, we got having me. Oh, of course, this is an exclusive too. Like this is exclusive, exclusive. (laughs) So I first heard of you when I um, interviewed Sunny. Um, Go check that episode out. Always Sunny in Philadelphia on the Cool Hand Podcast, uh, YouTube, and all that. So he said that you were one of his inspirations when it came to photography. So um, it's nice to meet you in the flesh. Yeah. Uh, you got a lot going on. I got your shirt on today, and uh, we're going to get into it. So uh, where are you from? Uh, I was born in Maryland, born in Silver Spring, Maryland, and then spent some time in Clinton, and then we moved down to um, Charlotte when I was six. All right, Charlotte when you were six. So yes, sir. what was life like growing up in Maryland, if you remember, or, you know, in transitioning to uh, Charlotte? I think Charlotte... Mostly, most of what I remember is in Charlotte. So growing up in Charlotte, I got to see the city grow a lot. Mm-hmm. So we got here maybe 2005. So there was a lot of farmland. You had to take these country roads to get to the mall. Damn. Like we had one mall, <laughs> we had one mall, and then they built the second one, and then they built the third one um, um, down south. So it, it was pretty, pretty tight. Um, Something weird is that nobody, nobody that lives here is from here. So there's a lot of different cultures mm-hmm. that mix here. Um, a lot of people from New York, a lot of people from Atlanta, um, a lot of people from Cali as of recent. Um, so it's, it's pretty tight to be able to, you know, interact with those folks and take what you like from certain places and like make it into your own kind of culture. Got you. Uh, what type of kid were you? What type of kid was I? Yeah. I was calm, dude. Okay. <laughs> I was I was I was calm. I would, you know, play outside. I wasn't really too much of a troublemaker. I just I just I never really liked to put myself in danger. <laughs> never really liked to put myself in danger, but you know, I would I was I was pretty calm. I I wasn't doing too much. Um only thing is like I hated doing chores. <laughs> hated doing chores, hated going to school. Um, but I, I always did. I always found a way to do stuff my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's kind of stuck with me. Gotcha. Yeah, even now you have like a calm disposition when we met and everything. Yeah. Um, but also something else about you. Um, if it isn't obvious, you're, you have a clothing line and everything, yeah. but uh, you're very fashionable. Oh, thank even, you. <laughs> even, yeah, even the outfit today, uh, when, you know, when we came in, I'm like, you know, he's, he's keeping it consistent. Yeah. Now, have you always been into fashion? Have I always been into fashion? Um, I, I got to say no. I don't think I was always into fashion. I got into fashion when I didn't like the way my clothes fit. Mm. So, you know, I, growing up, like, your body goes through stuff when you grow up. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, um, I had to find clothes that I felt comfortable in. And so I had to play with 
sizing. I started playing with sewing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, fashion came once I got comfortable. Once I got comfortable, I'm like, okay, so what else is out there? Mm -hmm. Like what else is available? Yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was always in the fashion. I would say I, I needed to feel comfortable. Got you. All right, so let's put a timestamp on this because if you moved here in 2005, you weren't always into fashion. So 2005, you're six years old. We're still wearing tall tees, big shirts, yeah. big fitteds, uh, stuff like that. So um, around what year, what age did you start to think, okay, things don't fit the way I like them to? I would say, I would say like 14. Okay. 14. I hated everything in my closet, hated going to school because I didn't feel like I'm like, uh. and I, I noticed that <laughs> I noticed the guys who wore Jordans got the most hugs from girls. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, so I, I was like, hmm, how can I get more hugs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, probably about 14, 15, I, I, I got into fashion because um, I started, what did I start doing? I started thrifting. Mm. I started thrifting and I was finding things that I was like, wow, this is, this is actually insane. So like stuff from that I shouldn't have, like a Wachovia employee tee, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I'll probably lead a, lead a backstory for, for yeah. later. No, no, get into, get into get, it. Get into the backstory. Yeah, so let's, let's do it. A lot of those tees, a lot of those tees had a big graphic on the back. Mm -hmm. And I, I, at first I had no idea. I'm like, why do I need, like, why is the big graphic on the back? Um, it wasn't until later that I, that I kind of realized or started liking it because I was like, okay, there's a lot of space on the back. That's, that's pretty fire. So as I was going to the thrift store, picking up shirts and stuff like that, the coolest ones always had a big graphic on the back. So when I started my own thing, mm -hmm. I had to put a big, big graphic on yeah. the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what's up. So what did, what were some of your go-to things to wear? So you started, you know, getting into the thrift thing and finding your own style was a different, you know, it, yeah. it's a process. And it can constantly evolve too, like in different phases of your life, you might want to wear a certain thing. Yeah. So how did your style kind of transform as you started to see what you liked? Mm. Um, once I, high school, I started getting on social media more. So I was looking at people who had a similar body type as me. Um, and I was, taking those silhouettes, not so much what they were wearing, mm -hmm. but how it fit on them. I was taking those silhouettes and applying them to myself. So when I would go to the thrift store, I would get a shirt that was a large, but it would be like skinny and long. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that doesn't work for me. So I would get that shirt. I'm like, all right, shirt's still good. I'll get it. And I would get a cardigan too to like layer it and kind of fix the silhouette a bit. Um, so that's, that's kind of that. That's been how, I, how it evolved kind of for me, mm -hmm. just playing with, playing with the silhouette, seeing what works, what didn't work, what I felt comfortable in, what I didn't. Um, 
because a lot a lot of the stuff that I wear like was based around my own insecurities so I was working with them instead of letting them limit me as to what I could wear you know gotcha. what I mean? so all right you just threw like something in the mix <laughs> um so what were you I don't want to say trying to hide or hiding when you talk about insecurities. I let everybody know. I got two big teeth. They used to call me SpongeBob in school. <laughs> they called me they called me Bugs Bunny before SpongeBob dropped. SpongeBob <laughs> came out in '99. Then my two teeth became SpongeBob teeth. So you know, I, just to throw that out there. Um, so you know, it is what it is. I got yeah. a LeBron James hairline. Who's so. <laughs> all going through it, dog? So what was there to um, kind of? You know, what were you insecure about to where you needed to kind of like alter your look? Hmm. I always thought um, like before I started, like I had my little moment in the gym and stuff like that. Mm. Before I started that, I always thought I had like a, a big butt. <laughs> I always thought I had a big butt. So I was like, nah, we got it. <laughs> like I can't be like, I can't be walking out here like thick. In <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do it. So I, I, I wore stuff that kind of like straightened me out. And Got I was you. skinny. I was skinny. Yeah. So I, I would get stuff that kind of, you know, mm -hmm. bigged me up yeah, and, I and straightened you. me out. Um, so that that's that's that. And then I hate like when the nipples go through the shirt. <laughs> yeah. As a man, I can't do that. I'm yeah. like, yo, you're not finna be sitting here looking at my nipples, dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna layer it up. We gonna do something, um, cause nah, I, I, I just didn't feel comfortable like that. I got you. Yeah. Oh man, the the nipple thing. That's that's real. That's real. Like honestly, like I, I feel like for me personally, it's I accepted it. Yeah. It's like, and I hate it. Like I look in the mirror. I'd be like, oh, nipples kind of, you kind of see my nipples through the shirt, but it is what it is. Yeah. But you know, that's something, that's a great segue because um, this shirt that I'm wearing, you're not, you're not going to yeah. see, you know, no nipples. No you nipples. Know I mean? <laughs> not, not with the, the clothes that you designed. Right. So um, right. Uh, let's, uh, at, at what point did you think, I want to start designing my own clothes? When the stuff that I wanted became too expensive. Mm. I'm like, listen. And when that, when the stuff that I wanted became too expensive and when I started taking everything that I bought and cutting it and sewing it back together. So I would crop a lot of, I would crop a lot of tees because I'm like, yo, this don't going way past where I want it to. It looked like I'm wearing a dress. Nah, we're going to chop the bottom off. We're going to hem it up so it looked like it was never even cut and it's going to sit right where I want it to sit. And I was, I was for real about that. I was for real about that. So I was like, okay, I really like this fit. Whenever I go outside, people tell me that they like my outfit and I'm like, thank you. And I knew it wasn't because of what I was wearing because I wasn't wearing designer, I was wearing mm -hmm. thrift store clothes or I was wearing just a plain white tee. Um, so it clicked for me. I'm like, okay, so it's the fit. It's really the, the, the silhouette of the outfit as a whole that people are really attracted to. Mm -hmm. And last summer, I was kind of on a mission to create the perfect white tee. I wanted to create the perfect white tee that I could wear 
every single day mm-hmm. and feel cool about it. So just from trial and error, I ended up, I feel like this right here, I feel like that's not, that's not it. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this right here is the perfect white tee for sure. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of how that started. Okay, that's what's up. So um, just real quick too about the sewing because uh, how proficient are you in sewing? I, it does what it does. It does yeah. what it needs to do. Gotcha. I don't have like a sewing machine, so I do everything that I do by hand. So um, it, it definitely taught me patience. But mm. yeah, I'm not like a master sewer or anything yeah. like that. But you, you can take care of yourself like hemming and stuff because that's, yeah. that's a skill that I can, I can a lot fix of... a button. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, can't I can fix, fix a button. button. So that's what's up. So um, you said something that uh, we kind of chopped it up about earlier about um, things were that you wanted to wear become too expensive. Like we're young, we don't have all the money, yeah. especially say a few years ago when we're even younger and broker. Right. So, um, so it becomes uh, a necessity. And you yeah. said that a lot of things that you do are out of necessity um, and the specific fit. Uh, when it comes to the perfect white tee and the clothes that you wear um, or the clothes that you design rather, um, what is the mission for uh, your brand? The mission for the brand is to make stuff that you want to wear five days a week, seven even. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So stuff that, stuff that you want to wear under your work clothes, just things that you feel comfortable in, you can work in, you can play in, you can just, just very adaptable pieces um no doubt in the future I'll, I'll get into more like specialized pieces more statement pieces but the basics the basics are always going to be the basics right um and the basics are only the basics if they cover what you need so if you need the chain to pop out the chain is going to pop out if you want to feel secure you're going to feel secure in that right. yeah so you're just setting these segues up. <laughs> Thank you. You're making my job a lot easier. So this is also something that we talked about. Um, let's talk about um, some of the actual pieces. I'm wearing yeah. one of them. You're wearing something that I just saw for the first time. Um, these Zoom and Live shirts here. And uh, real quick, not real quick, but um, before we get in depth about the pieces, uh, the name, Zoom and Live. Even even in the way that it's spelled, it's Zoom and Dot Live. Yeah. So. Uh, where did that come from? That's a hard question to answer, dude. I'm not going to lie. Um, my Instagram name was retro.zooming for the longest, longest time since maybe 10th grade. So I I was like 15, 16. Um, and it, it stuck. So people around school, like, like I said, they would call me uncle zooming or something like that, or they would call me retro or something like that. Just based off of kind of the personal brand that I had established for myself as far as what I wear, how I wear it, um, and kind of, you know, who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, And zooming, I just, I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. So I kept it. Um, I kept it and I knew I wanted to do something with that name uh, in the future. So I, I kept it in it's it is what it is today yeah. you know it's something now if you didn't know it before then you know it now so <laughs> zooming live like is really in the building 
So let's talk about this first drop. This first drop was late January, mm -hmm. correct, okay? So the first drop was the, um, these crop top tees. And, and I'll say crop top in like air quotes, yeah. um, you know, depending on who you are. But you had mentioned earlier, I'll, I'll let you say it. So what are the features of this t-shirt that I'm wearing? Uh, the features, it's a boxy fit, 100% pure cotton, um, cropped at the bottom, like right where I would cut um, a, a tee. Mm -hmm. uh, so it sits below the waist, but not too far down, but not too far up either. So that's why I call it a cropped tee, because it's not as, not as long as most. Um, also the double neck detail, um, that actually came by accident. <laughs> it, came, it came by necessity because, um, you know, I, I had a sample, neck was too wide. So I took, a, took the collar off another shirt and sewed it onto, onto that shirt. And the homies was digging it. So <laughs> the homies was digging it. So I'm like, all right, bet, I'll, I'll keep it. And um, for whatever, whatever future thing I'll, I do with t-shirts, I'm definitely keeping that, keeping that double neck detail because I feel like it's a um, signature. Yeah, neck. for sure. It, it's a signature. It's definitely going to become a staple. Yeah. Cause, um, and there was something last year that you mentioned. You was wearing white tees mm -hmm. almost every day. And the collar, what was up with the collar and the chains? The collar, man, I had this, okay. So I had this little 16 inch um, Dior chain. Mm -hmm. Love that thing, man. Love that Dior chain. So I would wear it pretty often, but whenever I wore it with the white tee, I always had to keep pulling it out. Like I'm doing something, I'm messing around. I gotta pull it out again. And so I'm like, if I'm if I make a shirt, the chain staying out. Right. It, it's, there's no accident. Like you got to intentionally, you know, pull it yeah. <laughs> pull, pull yeah. at the neck so that your chain is inside. So I just I, I hated that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I needed it gone. So yeah, that that goes back to the necessity yeah. part. Yeah. And I respect it too. I, I got a little necklace on myself. I tucked it in so it doesn't interfere with the mic. But when you wear your necklace with this joint, it's it it's going to be shown. It's yeah. going to, like he said, it's going to sit. And the one thing that I also appreciated was the quality of the material. Yeah. I'm 100% cotton. I'm 100% impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then, of course, you can't see this um, with us sitting down, but the logo is on the back. Yeah. Um, the big logo. And that came from um, the thrifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came from thrifting. Um, the three bars actually come from the original name of the brand. The original name of the brand was gonna be the Zoom and Art Institute. I said, that's too long. <laughs> People are not gonna type that in. So um, it was Zoom and Art Institute. So that's kind of the shape of, the, of that, but super, super simplified. Wow. So I took it and I kept it because I loved it. I love it because I was going to ask about it, too. Like, yeah. I, I thought I'm like I was looking at it, the outline. I'm like, OK, is this supposed to be like a Z? But that's not the way that a Z goes. <laughs> so that's very interesting. Yeah. Wow. Got some got, got a little story behind it. That's what's up. Yeah, a little story. Now, I don't I, 
I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to blow your head up, but I, I think that's amazing. I'm not trying to, you know, make you cocky. I don't, know if, was, I don't know if he was cocky before this, but you might be. <laughs> I'm not, bro. I'm not. I promise you. No, that's what's up. So, um, also something else that you have is the scarf. Now, I don't own this myself, and then mm -hmm. we have uh, some other things. So, when it comes to um, some of the things that you create, you said that it was built out of necessity, um, or some of the things that you created are out of necessity, things that you would wear. Um, and I really appreciate it. What was the idea behind the scarf? The idea, like the, like the graphic or the idea behind like having a scarf? Both. To offer. The graphic was actually a painting that I made. Mm. Um, I, was, I was in the shower one day, dude. <laughs> I was in the shower <laughs> and I had, um, I was just thinking, I don't know, like how you think in the shower? And I saw this picture and I was like, oh yeah. I got, I got to do that. So I went and I grabbed my sketchbook and I, and I drew it. So it's one line like this, another line like that, and then other lines to make the eye mm -hmm. like come together. So I did that, you know, put it on canvas as, as one does. Yeah. <laughs> and um, later I digitized it, um, put it in, you know, put it in Illustrator put the lines in, change the colors up. I wanted a scarf, this, <laughs> so I made one. I'm impressed. I'm like, for, I'm like for real impressed. Like I don't, like this isn't, this isn't some everyday stuff. Oh. Like, like maybe. You're flattering me now. No, like. <laughs> now I'm not all the way in the fashion game, but I would imagine the same way like celebrities have their own liquor. They're yeah. not manufacturing the liquor themselves. They're not aging it. They're not, they have a team of people. They come to them. They, Sip this, sip this. Is this what you want to put your name on? You yeah. made the liquor, so to speak, the proverbial <laughs> yeah. liquor. You aged it. You came up with everything. Like, I'm, I'm real deal impressed. Thank you, dude. All from the shower. Shower thoughts. All from the shower, man. <laughs> Keep yourself clean. <laughs> yeah, wash up. <laughs> so um, we also have uh, the sunglasses, the rose gold joints. My wife was trying them on. She loves yeah. them. She ain't know nothing about them before this. She <laughs> tried them on. She said, I, you know, and she, she thought she doesn't look good in many pairs of sunglasses, but this is, so where, where did the idea spawn from here? I wanted shades that I could wear at night. I wanted That's shades that I could wear at night. So I'm like, all right. Cause I tried to do that. I had these gradient, gradient shades. And I tried to wear them at night. I'm like, I cannot see a thing. <laughs> I can't see a thing. Cause it'd be dark at night. <laughs> Cause it'd be dark at night. So um, so I wanted something that I could wear at night. And I loved it, I love a tinted, tinted lens just because I feel like it makes the day feel like a movie. Mm -hmm. Makes the day feel like a movie. So you kind of have a, a different memory of the day because of the way you saw it. So that's kind of the reason I, I chose these in particular. Gotcha. And the fit is nice. Like uh, I was, you know, watching. I, I've seen it on your Instagram. Yeah. My wife tried them on, and the, the fit is nice. So uh, check those out. Now let's get to um, this new this new shirt. This new never before seen for me yeah. till today. Um, I call it the the bowling shirt. The bowling shirt. So where do you even? Where do you even find this, like, to get somebody to create this in bulk? 
Like, I, I have a Where lot of questions. Where do you find it? I'm, I'm put, yeah, put y'all on sauce. Alibaba. Okay. You go to Alibaba <laughs> and you pick what you want. Um, now, you do need to know, you need to know what you want, though. Mm-hmm. Alibaba is really just a tool. They're not going to make you a great designer. Um, not saying I'm a great designer, but like. We are. But, <laughs> <full-head podcast. laughs> but um, like, you need to know what you want. They, they specialize in making what you want, how you want it, as long as you're able to communicate the idea. Um, so as long as you kind of have a frame of reference, like I have a, a, if it was a book, it would be a big book of references, mm-hmm. like screenshots from things that, I, that I've seen that I like, um, just the fit. Um, so you go in your room, you take your tape measure, Measure your favorite shirt, and then you copy those measurements. Gotcha. It's, 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 it's really easy as that. And then you try to decide how heavy you want it, what kind of material, and then just do it that way. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to the quality of your product, um, now these are things that you would personally wear. And yeah. Now, if we done learned anything about Dev today, he's not going to put on nothing bogus, right? So true. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to um, quality, how do you want to make uh, people feel when they wear a Zoom in live piece? I want them to feel like they're being hugged. <laughs> I want them to feel like they're being hugged. Um, me personally, the heavier the shirt, the more grounded I feel, the more I can be present in the day like if i feel like i have nothing on like i feel like i have nothing on so i i just i kind of keep that same thing but i also know that summer is coming up mm-hmm. so you gotta let yourself breathe <laughs> you gotta let yourself <laughs> breathe but also i love to layer love to layer so i needed something to layer with and i wanted something that i could wear with I don't. I wouldn't wear it with a black one, but I would definitely wear it with a white one. Yeah. I am wearing it with a white one. Um, oh man, I hit the mic. <laughs> I am wearing it with the with the white one, but I I want it to be like consistent. The whole mission from the start was to, if somebody had zero clothes, to be able to build their closet up, like piece by piece. Mm-hmm. So if they had zero clothes, by the end of this season I'm in, they're going to have a full closet of at least the essentials. And essentials that will last. Essentials that will last. <laughs> now let's talk now with quality um, and pieces that are built to last. Um, let's just talk about price point real quick when mm-hmm. you and you don't have to name any prices specifically. But when you're buying a Zoom in live piece, you're getting what quality? You're getting a good design, a personalized design. Your, you know, your um, your bodily features might not be showing through the shirt and everything. So, what can people, you know, expect price wise if they uh, if they never had a Zoom in live piece before? And why? To put a staple on it, why should they buy that piece? Sell me this shirt. Sell you this shirt. Um. I would tell you, I would tell you to set money aside. I would tell you to set money aside because buying one of my pieces is an investment. It's really an investment in yourself. It's an investment in your comfort. It's an investment in 
the durability of the piece and the longevity of it really. Mm-hmm. So, and the, you can switch it up with it. Mm-hmm. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. Um, and I think the, that's important. I think, I think that's important to be able to wear the same thing but have a bunch of different fits with it. Right. Um, so I'm not, the, I'm not gonna say I'm the cheapest person, nor do I aspire to be, but you're definitely gonna get what you pay for. Got you. One more thing, I'm gonna backtrack. I wanted to know about the placement of the Zoom and Live on these shows. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not gonna <laughs> um, The placement, I wanted it to, I wanted it to be simple. I, I did want the, I wanted the graphic to peek under a jacket or a shirt that you have wearing, wearing open gotcha. so that people ask you to like open it up yeah. and show you what it is. Cause I mean, there's a, there's a challenge with the graphic being on the back. Cause if you wear something like a jacket or a cardigan, you're not going to see that. So you're going to see it regardless. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know what you're wearing. You know what I mean? You're going to see that logo. Okay. Fact. Thank you. I'm glad I asked that. Cause I'm like, this is it, like, it's an interesting placement. Yeah. So what's next? Zoom and live. Where do we What's go next? from here? Onward and upward. <laughs> <laughs> Onward and upward. Um, I'm gonna continue with with the essentials for now. Continue with the essentials for now, and then maybe sometime next year we get into more high end staple pieces. Got you. Like let's 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 see what <laughs> this can really do. <laughs> you know, oh, it's, it's it's going up. I think it's going up, and we're. Um, we're at your pop-up shop today. Yep. So, uh, you know, for time references, uh, it's May 13th today. Is it May 13th? Mm-hmm. All right. It's 2023. So, um, what was the idea behind this? Because there's a lot of work that gets put in, like, to make something like this happen. A lot of planning, a lot of stuff. What was the idea? I really wanted to build, I think... My, my goal right now is to build a community. I want people to, I want people to be around. I want people to see what we have going on and I want people to be a part of it, or at least have the opportunity to. So I think this is a great way of getting people together, um, realizing, hey, I like this group of people, let me stay here. So that, that's really, um, the goal, but I have the blessing of being able to um, sell with uh, my friends, um, Peace from Castier, um, Bree from Third Hand Aesthetic. She has great, true vintage items. Um, my friend Michael, uh, who is the head of Mike um, of Manor Archive, and he sells um, uh, streetwear pieces, high fashion pieces, like whatever you need, he got it. Even if, even what you don't need. Yeah. He got it. Mikey the Plug. Is that a rapper? I feel like that's a rapper. So Mikey, Mikey the Plug. I'm Mikey the Plug. Mikey the Plug. He, he is the Plug. Yeah. Mikey the Plug. So, <laughs> so, and that's what's up. Now, the thing about this, like, it's one thing to have an online presence. Yeah. That's the thing. And this is what you got to respect about an event like this. Because you can just sell straight off the internet. Yeah. Having an actual, you know, pop-up in the sense like a temporary storefront. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think taking the initiative to do this, because when you start 
a business, you're at a loss. Oh, yeah. You're just taking <laughs> straight, straight losses, straight hits, yeah. Um, until you're able to, you know, eventually break even and make a profit. So, uh, what was it like trying to organize this? It was stressful. I'm not gonna lie, it was stressful, because um, I've never done anything like this. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not the type. I'm real low key, not the type to throw a party. Um, you know, I had a graduation party, but like. For me, it was really gonna be my graduation party, my wedding, and then my funeral. That's, that's what it was gonna be. Um, but I had, um, we just went through like two, three years of, of COVID. We couldn't go anywhere. Right. So to be somewhere with like-minded people, I feel like is not to be taken for granted. Mm -hmm. um, and to have the opportunity to do that for people is, it's crazy. It's dope. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> so what's the goal? What's the goal with this pop-up? I feel like it might be a little um, self-explanatory. Yeah. But if you had a specific goal, you did say build community. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, just to uh, put a staple on uh, this little segment, yeah. uh, what's the goal of this pop-up today? The goal of the pop-up. goal of the pop-up is to get everybody together. Go to the pop-up is for um, I, the, the people that I'm selling with are the people that I really believe in. Mm -hmm. um, I clearly believe in myself. I believe in, um, I believe in Cassier. I believe in third-hand aesthetic. And I, be, and I believe in Manor Archives. So I'm, I can use my whatever influence I have to get people to be able to get everything that they need. Whatever you need for the summer, we got it here right now. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be good. You're going to be good for the summer. Yeah. And then we got the winter time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thought. That's a good thought. You can get everything you need here. Everything you need. So if you're not here, you're missing out. But can we expect any pop-ups in the future? For sure. For sure. Pop-ups. Maybe a fashion show. Maybe. Hey. Maybe a fashion show. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what's next. <laughs> any, any last words, anything else? Any shout outs, any sneak disses? I always give, a, <laughs> sneak I always give everybody a chance to, uh, you know, shoot at the ops. I don't but. think I have any ops. <laughs> if I do, I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that, is, that is the most spiritual response. If I do, I'm sorry. I don't know. I think that was the best response <laughs> I got from the ops thing. Like, no. Um, I want to shout out my... I, I want to shout out my mom and dad because they they uh, looked out a bunch throughout this whole process, giving me infinite amounts of wisdom, infinite amounts of resources. Um, same with Michael, um, his wife Lainey, Pease, um, Pease and Brianna for believing in me to um, you know make this happen, uh, and Jehovah above all else, Jehovah. Look at the spiritual brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's real though. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to do it without him. I wouldn't be able to do it without him because Yeah, we <laughs> we get it. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we get it. Whoever's watching gets it too. Amen. So <laughs> this is the Cool Hand Podcast. Dev of Zoom and Live. Thank yes, you. Thank you for having us here. Thank you for granting us early access. It's about to get real live. We're gonna have a lot more content from this day. So uh, shout out your brother too. Shout, shout out, out my Zion. brother Z. Yeah, shout, shout He's go, he helping me. He's going to be helping me in the future too. Yep. That's, shout, my, that's my boy. I love him. Shout out to Z. 
Kayla, I love you. He's over here giving love. I got to give love to <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> but this is the Cool Hand Podcast, something you got to deal with. Easy. All right. That's one thing down. That was dope. That was good. That was really good. Yeah.